August 28, 2023. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. For by transgression of a land, many are the princes thereof. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. Good morning. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it is always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe in the gospel, my friends. That is the only way to go to heaven. And that is by having the shed blood of Jesus Christ wash away your sins. We are gearing up. You are in the montage. God is on the move. And for those who have spiritual eyes and ears to see and to hear... I believe it's obvious. I want to use one very obvious example of this, and that is, if I may, President Trump's mug shot. Now, I'm going to get to what the weapon of choice is. The weapon of choice that President Trump has used, the weapon of choice that you and I should absolutely use. But I want to lay out the case that we are in a time of gearing up. Things aren't normal. And yet they're still calm. Things aren't normal and yet they're still the same. You know those times in the movies where there's like a gearing up scene? Arnold Schwarzenegger was famous with this. There was this, you know, he'd be putting the gun together or be packing up or be putting on the camo in his face, zipping up the armor, whatever. That's where we're at. We are in the gearing up phase. And so I want to uh, analyze several different parts of this. To do this, I will first start out with a primer. A primer that's going to give you a visual that shows you kind of what I'm getting at. I stole this from the internet. It's from, the, it's from a video game, Call of Duty. I haven't played it. But this is to give you a conceptual framework of gearing up for battle, gearing up for uh, some type of fight. Watch this. Right, and so we're gearing up now. I, I I don't know the context. That was probably the bad guys. That was probably the bad guys in the in the video game. But the concept is that you're taking purposeful steps to go do something. You're preparing. You're premeditating. You are putting yourself in a position by doing fundamental things that are required to get an outcome. Now, in our minds, eyes and ears have been invaded with Hollywood pictures, video games like I just showed you. But the process is the same. Here's my point for this entire live stream today. You and I are the products of training, programming, education. We are in a sinful world. We are in a fallen world. The reason why I get back to Jesus is because only King Jesus is the salvation. Amen. But part of that programming has to be destroyed. Part of the way that our brains are wired and what we fear now has to be changed. I believe government is an idol. I believe that politicians are oppressing people because people are afraid to get in trouble. People are afraid to sacrifice. People are afraid to go against what they know is evil and wrong. 
I mean, if you're alive and you're more than like four years old, you went through COVID. The masks, the jabs, the lockdowns, you went through the arbitrary and capricious destruction of normalcy. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this, you are probably one that is trying to hold on for it. You're probably one that's trying to say, well, how can I get the world that was before 2020? How can I get what was, what was the case? How can we go back to the yesteryears? Which I'm of the mind is why people speak fondly of nostalgia anyway. If you're always focused on the back and the behind and the history of, well, those were the good old days... Well, then why don't you ever take that and project that in the future? Why don't you ever think about God keeping his promises? Why don't you ever think about the enemies of Christ licking the dirt with their face on the ground as they're being footstooled by the victorious gospel of Jesus Christ? Amen. We're gearing up. The gearing up that we're going through is the fact that you and I will learn that getting in trouble by the government is not a big deal. You and I will learn that being arrested is not a bad thing if it's for the truth, if it's for righteousness, if it is for necessity. Now, this is where I'm not advocating violence or criminality. I'm not advocating that you just go out and pick a fight or do things to get yourself in trouble with the law. I am suggesting to you that President Trump is, whether he knows it or not, intentionally, he is training people to be gearing up. And we are gearing up to have the courage to tell government, our idols, our oppressors, the tyrants, that they are no longer in charge. This is where I want to advocate, and I'll point you towards uh, doing the Common Law Seminar at commonlawpeople.com. I want people to know what the truth is. I want people to know what the law is. I want your weapon of choice to be the written word. Starting with the Bible, preaching the gospel, and as a result of that, you now know how to destroy and dismantle evil. President Trump is, I should say, the uh, mugshot that's going around the world. This is the, the, the Googles today. The top story, you just type in mugshot and you get Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. He is the one that people are talking about. He is the one that everyone is gearing up for whenever they're talking about this mugshot. It's also turning into a badge of honor. This article right here, if I can pull it up real fast... This article right here, um, producer of one, there's this, got to move that down, there's this, and this. Yep, there we go. Uh, this article right here is from NPR. Mugshots are, un are usually harmful. For Trump and his supporters, it's a badge of honor. Folks, this is us gearing up. This is us gearing up. This is President Trump is showing, he's doing, he's having done to him, the gearing up process. Most conservatives, and certainly most Christians, don't bring the gospel in, an, in, a, in a truthful adversarial way to evil. Why else do we have the world that we do? Why else do we have the gay marriage, the abortions, the perversion of kids? Why do we have the systematic oppression of government tyrants with dictatorial arbitrates? whimsical fantasies that whatever they want is there. They're lying about climate change and all these other things. We have a foolish, foolish state of existence. And it's because, I believe, idols reign supreme. And this article right here is demonstrating, I believe, that when Trump got his mugshot, it's now a badge of honor.
you've now got other people, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you've now got other people that are starting to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and get my own mugshot. Because here's the subtext. If you get your mugshot right now, now that Trump has done it, if you get your mugshot, it's because government is fake. Government is oppressive. Government is tyrannical. And that is a fundamental neurological, psychological shift from last week. Last week, oh no, they got arrested. They're going to have to post bond. They're going to have to go through a trial. Oh no. There was a stigma. Just like there used to be a stigma with homosexuality. Just like there used to be a stigma stigma with pedophilia. Just like there used to be a stigma with, you know, all these other bad things that are going on in society. The godless commies have jumped the shark. By arresting Trump and showing the mugshot, they have just granted permission. Psychologically, they've just granted permission for tens of millions of people, for hundreds of millions of people to go in with the law and say, I don't care if you get me in trouble anymore. That's what's happening. And folks, that is us gearing up to bring the truth against evil. That's what that means. Now, I don't want to make this parallel. This is like categorically different. There's no comparison to where I'm about to say. When Jesus took the cross, pick up your cross and follow me, his followers were scattered. They ran away from him. There were a couple of them at the cross consoling his mom, but most of them ran away. Christ died and showed, he demonstrated, I'm going to do righteous. I'm going to do righteousness. I'm going to do good instead of evil. Now, this is, this is where I want to be very careful, very deliberate to not say that Trump is anywhere like Jesus. God certainly uses people to change things, though. He certainly uses people to do stuff. And I don't see fruit of a Christian walk with Trump. I do, however, see Trump being used to destroy idols. I do see Trump being used as a, uh, a, a battering ram. He needs to demonstrate repentance in his life. He needs to demonstrate uh, fruit for, of the spirit as far as you know, support of homosexuality or, or promis promiscuity, stuff like that. Uh, those things are wrong. He's, he's completely wrong there. But there's no question. There's no question that I believe that God is using President Trump to, to destroy these idols. This concept of, I can't get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. Well, what if the people in charge, what if the bad government is evil and tyrannical? And the evil government's tyrannical standard is that not of God? Can God use someone who is lost to bring his people to shame so that they will follow him because in, instead of them following him, God's using somebody else who doesn't follow him. Now, Christ, uh, um, Christ lived his life to show us what perfection was. And when we pick up our cross and we follow him, we will find ourselves in positions like Christ. I don't think that it is any surprise that someone like President Trump who used to be and had all the benefits of the system now doesn't have the benefits of the system and now the system is at war with him. Him getting arrested will give tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions, millions of Americans, Christians, conservatives, patriots, MAGA, just normal people, it will give them permission. It will give them psychological permission to withstand tyranny.
It will also give them permission and show them, this is where we need to pray for President Trump and others, it will show them what endurance looks like. So you have Oliver Anthony, the Song of Lamentation, Rich Men North of Richmond. Powerful song. It's a lamentation, crying out for God. Now you have someone I believe God is using who is not, you know, I, I, I hate making the caveat, he's not a perfect Christian. Trump needs to repent on a lot of things. But there's no doubt that God is using him to destroy stuff that's evil. There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind God is using Trump to destroy stuff that's evil. The question I have is, are we learning the right lesson? And this is why I think that we are gearing up. Trump's been doing this for a while, though. He's been helping people gear up for a while. I believe the moment President Trump won the 2016 presidential election was this. You call women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account Only is Rosie several... O'Donnell. No, it wasn't. Your Twitter That was that was the moment he won the 2016 election, and that is a, in my opinion, that is a form of destroying idols. The media, the picture perfect airbrushed Megyn Kelly, going after him because her job, just like all the other me mainstream media's, was to invade the eyes and ears to the key terrain of the mind. And here someone was able to speak in a way that stilted the media. He attacked the power structure. And he did it very effectively. And that's what that was. And that's what he's doing right here with this mugshot. Now, I'm not going to put into the, he's doing this on purpose and cue and the posts and all the things. I believe that there are incredibly smart and beguiling, shrewd evil forces in this world. And even though I believe that Satan is proud, and the proud, uh, the pride comes before the fall, I don't believe that Satan is stupid. I don't think that he's stupid at all. And so for the people that see, don't these guys see what they're doing to people? I think that they see it. They're either A, uncontrollable in their pride, and that they got their power and they think they're going to do stuff, or B, they know that the reaction to this is going to be galvanizing support around Trump, which then keeps us distracted from something else. We'll cover that in a later broadcast. But Trump has been geared up for a while. Trump has destroyed and is destroying many of these idols. How many people no longer watch Fox News as a result of the sequential, of the layouts of what has happened with Donald Trump? That was 2015. That was 2015 when that happened. I was watching Fox News. I was watching Brett Baer's special report. I was watching, uh, you know, I, I was watching Fox News. And after that, I was like, this is dumb. Trump's got my vote, and this is stupid. <laughs> the media is dumb. And now the landscape's changed. And this is where we don't get a lot of our attention put, is we don't recognize where things are changing as they're changing. We either look in the past or we look in the future. But we always give the past and the future on the context of our today. And if our headlines are being bombarded, if our brains are being controlled by what we give our attention to, what is what makes us curious, then we're never investigating truth in the Bible or with what God says. 
were being manipulated, moved, and shaped by people that are intending to tell us how to how to see things. And in this case, President Trump has been um, he's 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 just he he has been geared up. And I believe he was speaking to this last week in with the Tucker interview when he said that people get it. Watch this. I think the people of our country uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. And I, I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it, you know? They yeah. really get it. I have never seen spirit like there is right now. Even coming down here, just the people on the road that are just absolutely going crazy. And the reason is, I think they like me and I, I know they love my policies. I hope they like me too. You know, a lot of people say they don't like me, but they like my, I think they like me. But I have never seen spirit like it is right now. Yeah, no, I agree with them. Um, I want to be very careful and say that there's two spirits in this world. There's the false spirit and there's the Holy Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit of the Bible. We want to preach the gospel and we want to hold fast that which is good. President Trump is absolutely being used as a force for good, I argue, to destroy uh, idols uh, of governance and tyranny and oppression. At the same time, I want to make sure that we are no, we're not in love with the world, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life, such that we allow ourselves to get swept up in the, the change of things. Because if people are starting to get mugshots as though it's cool and it's a badge of honor because President Trump did it, I think that it is good on one hand to stand firm and encourage against tyranny. That's just called that's just righteous. That's just righteousness. You don't necessarily do it to show that you know hashtag new profile picture. You don't necessarily do it to make sure that you got new friends or podcasts or you do those things. So this is where the intent and the motive of the heart is incredibly. I mean, it's critical. So there's a, a real big need for discernment because, uh, again, Satan is smart. He ain't dumb. He ain't dumb. He, he could absolutely be fishing for people that would be hoodwinked by their political affiliations and their political ambitions instead of them seeing the change that God is doing and looking to Jesus and looking to the Gospels and the Bible. They would then get swept up and say, whatever Trump says, I'm on board. Whatever Trump's doing, I'm on board. That's just exchanging one vicious, tyrannical idol for another idol that is not God. God is God. This graphic I saw the other day, this says, I'm free, and it shows the IRS, property tax, licensing, ATF, income tax, syntax, DEA. It's, it shows all these things going on. Now, I want to speak to this idea that if you are in a free nation, a constitutional republic, your rights are accepted from government, which means we've reserved our rights when government can't legislate on them. We've said this before that uh, that government is a public trust. You have the people on the left created the public trust, the government, or the Constitution. So they wrote this, which grants these powers, the legislative, the executive, the judicial, that these servants swear to uphold, those the president, senator, governor, county clerks, whatever, all for their benefit, the people. Now that's a public trust. In the Constitution, in the trust is trust property. Trust property is the subject matter of the trust. Do you know what we did not put in the Constitution? We, the people, did not put our rights in the Constitution. 
which means they are accepted from the Constitution. They are Heismaned from the from government, which means your rights can never be subject matter of the government. So no legislation can write on or regarding your rights. When you understand this, when you know this, it's now starts to, you're now not just going against tyranny because you don't like it. You're not going against oppression because it's inconvenient. You're standing on the truth of what God gave you and you're expressing it in a way that the, that the government is designed to listen to. You're using the law. So this graphic that shows that they've got all these things coming into them, this is going to continue to go on. This is the this is one I saw with the central bank. Does printing money cause inflation? No, that's climate change. You're hired. Ha ha! Central bank, European central bank. These godless commies are pu pushing an agenda down our throats. They're shoving lawlessness, evil, debauchery, oppression down our throats. Now, if God is using Trump with the mugshot to show people that when they stand for truth or just the government doesn't like them, the government will be arbitrary and come against them. That to not be stigmatized about the, the afflictions of the world. Don't let the world punching back at you, attacking you, dissuade you from doing right. Which is where we get back to our gearing up. You are in the montage right now. As a society, we are at that time where we are gearing up. We're putting on the armor. We're loading the rifles. We're, you know, reading the books. We're sharpening our spears. We are preparing to go into battle. Or if you want to take a less violent perspective, you are doing your morning routine. You're brushing your teeth. You're tying your shoes. You're getting to go out the door. You're making sure that your car has gas in it. You're, you know, doing whatever it is that you do before you start your day. That's what we're doing. As a society, that's what's going on. And this mugshot is attacking the power of the stigma of being in prison. If there's no stigma of being in prison, then now the form of control, the latent, passive form of control over tens of millions, hundreds of millions of Americans is being disrupted and shattered. And the more people that internalize this oppression and this mugshot, the more people are going to start to realize, I don't believe you. I don't trust you. I don't like you. And you're not in charge. And for one person, one ant, that's not a big deal. But for tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people, that's unstoppable. That's unstoppable. And this is where I want to get to this idea of what President Trump's power is. This is his attorney, Alina Haba, and she's going to say one thing that Trump has that makes him so effective. Listen very carefully, because if you get this, this is, this is the power. This right here is the power. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. The logistics. You saw the timeline there. Uh, that's in the middle of running for president, caucuses, primaries. How do you logistically handle, you know, prepping a client for all of those different trials and running for president of the United States? Yeah, if it was a normal person, honestly, Shannon, I could understand the concern. 
President Trump is not your average person. He's incredibly intelligent and he knows the ropes. He also knows the facts because he lived them. These are, these are not complicated facts. Look at Fannie. It was a phone call, a phone call that's been around forever that he refers to as the perfect phone call. What is he going to have to be prepped for? The truth? You don't have to prep much when you've done nothing wrong. So that I'm not concerned with. These trial dates also are going to move. It's unrealistic. It's theatrics. And no judge is going to say that you can be on two trials at once in two different states because a lot of these overlap. They look at the start date of the trial, but these are four to six week trials at the uh, least. So there's no way they're not going to overlap. I mean, they're going to have to go into October, November of next year, again, by design. But in terms of President Trump, the candidate, I have zero concerns. Okay. Look at his poll numbers, and he didn't even go to the debate. Yeah. Yeah, there's a power. Trump's got the power. Trump has the political power. But she said something brilliant and true. She says, what do you have to prepare when you've done nothing wrong? I believe that we should be studying our Bibles. I believe that we should be living local. I believe that you should be localizing your food supply. You should be educating your kids. You should be developing a second form of uh, income if you can. By the which way, there's a way to support me. That's the, you could the do the uh, patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Take the, the shopping you're already doing and switch it over to an American manufacturing company. Myself or somebody with me will call you and be in touch. It's a private association, so it doesn't do things like normal. But as direct product purchase, it's a $1 yearly membership. Cancel anytime, no hassles. If it's not for you, amen. God bless. If that's not for you, there's a way to actually give directly to me, and that's the direct support button links in the description below. That'd be a blessing. Thank you very much for supporting me and my family while I do this work. Whenever we're doing these things, living local, localizing food supply, educating our kids, reading our Bibles, loving our neighbors, when we're preaching the gospel in public, when we're giving our public trustees notice, affidavits of what the law is, we are contributing, we are advancing truth. Now, just because you might not be President Trump doesn't mean that you're not your sentry that's the watchman on the wall for the foxhole that God puts you in. And this is what we have to understand. Trump can't do this by himself. And I don't think that he is going to be able to accomplish what all of us put together can accomplish. I believe that whenever you are a Christian, whenever you believe the gospel, whenever you advance, uh, whenever you advance the gospel, you're going to be that bastion, that beacon of truth, wherever, that light bringer, that light, that light bearer, Philippians chapter 2. You're going to be that light bearer, that... Um, not light bringer, light bearer, that light bearer in Philippians 2 that Paul talks about is that wherever God puts us, that's where we are going to shine our light. That's where we are going to do good. And I believe that right now, if that mugshot is, is training your psychology, if it's destroying the stigma, if it's pointing out the arbitrariness of government, the oppression of government, that should highlight the fact that, you know, the apostles went to jail. Jesus was unjustly arrested and persecuted. And I think this speaks specifically to one of the reservations that people have. Instead of standing on the truth and being courageous and bold like a lion, they run away because they don't want to get punished. They don't want to be arrested. They don't want bad things to happen to them. I don't want bad things to happen to me. 
I don't want me. I don't want to go through bad things. I want good things. I want success. I want to, uh, you know, have good business and and you know do all like I want success. But I want truth more, and I want Jesus more, and I want the gospel to save more. That if I may lay down my life, or God takes my life, or uses my life so that one person is saved. That's a that's great. That's great heaven calculus. That's a that's a that's a great demonstration and ex, an example of God's economy. This is where we are gearing up. This is where we have the opportunity to be equipping ourselves for the battle daily. Every moment at every time be gearing up for that scrum, for that battle, for that engagement, for that fight. I believe that President Trump, with his arrest and the mugshot, has just changed the game. These people are going to come after him. They still are. They're absolutely doing it. But I believe it's going to backfire because it's attacking the stigma of getting in trouble from an oppressive and tyrannical government. They just opened up Pandora's box. Ding, ding. Fight's on. Now, there's such thing as a bad agenda governance. I want to play this. This is a video that I saw uh, summarize basically the fact that these godless commies are using the government for bad. Watch this. When Barack became president, he tried to force Africa to accept same-sex marriages, and African government said, we don't allow that stuff here. And Barack sanctioned Africa. Well, Biden duplicated the same thing. Biden said the same thing, trying to force Africa, different countries of Africa, to accept same-sex marriages. And if those countries don't, he will sanction them, starve them. Mm. How in the world men knocking up men mean so much to America that you will use your power to starve a baby, starve a woman? Because a country want to uphold God's law. Yeah, amen. Um, reflect it back on us. Reflect it back on us. Because he's saying that America values this. I don't value this. I don't think Americans value this. I think we have this situation where our government is actually projecting and sanctioning lawlessness, lasciviousness, sexual immorality around the world because the Christians here at home have accepted indulgence and convenience and they've used their freedom and their liberty to not be responsible and die to themselves to stop the evil here before it festers and projects itself. We are exporting godlessness. We are exporting wretchedness. And so wherever this man is saying that the sanctions against Africa are going to come because America is wanting to shove homosexuality down their throat. I don't dispute that. I think that that's real. I think Barack did that. I think Joe's doing that. Amen. They're godless. They need the Bible. They need the gospel. But back up. Because before America got to the point to where she could foist these ambitions, this agenda down other nations' throats, she had to be first a strong nation. Well, how did she become a strong nation? She became a strong nation because Christians believe the Bible 
So much so that they founded a government that was framed on biblical principle, common law. From this, you get people that, using their liberty, were able to freely trade, freely produce, and be amongst themselves, educate their kids, pass wealth down generations. And after a while, people got comfortable using their indulgence for themselves using the convenience and the freedom for themselves. They've exploited God's mercies and his gifts to pervert themselves, pervert their families, pervert their nation, open themselves up to all sorts of whoredom, and now we're spreading our legs and exporting it around the world. The world is absolutely correct to condemn the moral preening and the projection of America, especially in the state of homosexuality and otherwise perversion absolutely true but don't think for a second that this just this just happened this happened as a result from people having gifts and blessings from god that we have misused and stewarded poorly against him and now it looks the way that it looks this continues today or i should say last week i saw this ad for or this video from biden watch this mr president can you say anything about the uptick of covid cases and new variants Yes, I can. Matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a uh, request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that it would likely be recommended that everybody get it, no matter whether they got it. If you are one who's going to take that shot, you are a stupid moron. If you believe these godless commies, after years of pulling the wool over your eyes and lying about stuff, for example, I mean, you already know this, you're not stupid, but there was a study published from the NIH that the N95 COVID masks may expose wearers to dangerous levels of toxic chemicals, toxic compounds linked to seizures and cancers. Duh. People like me were saying this back in the day. The issue is that because we're not courageous and because we're not bold and because we don't look to God, that we let these godless commies run the lives of millions. And if they're going to do that, we need to be able to speak to that. We need to be able to stand against it. This is why I wrote the Live Local Field Manual. Localizing decentralized, autonomous, resilient communities link is in the description below but the idea is that there are action steps you can take right meow to harden yourself as a target but also to go to war against this evil not war like tanks planes bombs and bullets but war prayer fasting reading bible preaching gospel educating your kids localizing your food supply becoming someone who's got resilient and redundant sources of provision such that whenever the government comes down and says you got to take this jab to keep your job now that we know god by god's grace what the law is we can serve notice give affidavit and we can eliminate presumptions in the law to where they can't do to us as they have been doing because now we as the people understand how to use the law for our benefit which is the purpose of government this is why we give notice this is why we send affidavit and this, for me, is, is not something that was just dropped on me. It's been a process. You've, you have, you know, you have improved with me. I have improved with you. This is something that we were not as we were. We are not now as we were a couple of years ago.
this 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 shows the battlefield this shows the maturity this shows the adaptation this shows i believe the responsibility of christians americans patriots maga whatever this shows the responsibility for us to discern and discover the truth and if the bad agenda governance is going around the world i want to destroy it here and by destroying it here you bless everybody everywhere else that our bad agenda is being exported to you crush it here you destroy the evil here and you prevent it from going overseas but this godless commie this this uh, resident this person saying that you're going to need to take another shot despite that you've had others woe to you if you are that stupid I want to play a video that james o'keefe released today about a fed follower watch this Hi. How you doing? Hi. What's your name? What's your name? James O'Keefe. How you doing? Good day, guys. Nice to see you. Hi, nice to see you. What are you doing? <laughs> What's the issue? You, you come in, I'm getting some ice cream. You come in and take a picture of me and you say, you think my name is James. My picture's all over the internet, so why, why take another picture of me? I was going to get some ice cream and this guy walk, walks in. And he literally, he says, what's your name? I said, James. And he goes, that's what I thought. And then turns around and walks out of the ice cream place. Just curious what you're doing. Like, why would you do that? Huh? What's your name? Yeah, this, uh, I believe, I have no evidence of, as of now. I believe that guy's a federal agent. I believe he's a federal employee. A lot of different things at work. Fed followers. James O'Keefe is a prominent figure in the truth movement. He's a citizen journalist. I believe that he's probably a political conservative, maybe. Or just is it the case that he's has has the integrity to demonstrate, you know, the, the lies of the left, as it were. So his political bias is not really the issue. The issue is that he's absolutely an identified enemy of the state. He's in a shop, he's in a cafe or whatever. And a dude with a white shirt comes up and he's got the little camera taking a picture of James O'Keefe. Looks like he's staking him out. Looks like he's doing pattern of life analysis, figuring out where James goes, what time, with who, all that kind of stuff. James, being the resilient porcupine-style patriot that he is, has dudes on staff stationed nearby to be collecting the media and filming this occurrence. Which is funny because it, it means, in my opinion that the Fed follower didn't have that type of intelligence. So the Fed follower collecting intelligence on James O'Keefe did not know that James O'Keefe rolls with a couple dudes that are always recording him when he's out in public. So James O'Keefe's standard operating procedure of making sure that there are multiple angles of friendly media capturers, film and video and recording and whatnot, was a private thing that this now, I believe, Fed follower, this federal agent, now they they, they they got close enough to probe James O'Keefe, they discovered his SOP is the fact that the dude never rolls alone. And in the process, tipped the hands to the likely indication that the Fed is investigating him. This points out the need for truth. It shows that if you say what the truth is, like James O'Keefe, against the deep state, that they're going to come after you. So that's one recognition. 
Two, it also points out the fact that if you are autonomous, decentralized, and not attached to big corporations or big groups, you are so much more effective. Because O'Keefe doesn't have the cumbersome, you know, lumbering, uh, you know, administrative bylaws of Project Veritas anymore. He is himself. He's doing stuff on his own. And I argue he's more effective now than he was then. But this type of decentralized, resilient, autonomous, cell or team-based function, well, one, that's what we're supposed to be having. That's in the private. You're assembling in the private with your friends. And if your friends have in their private assemblies the fact that they're always going to be monitoring and recording stuff in case the feds or anybody like them come up to you, then you've got real-hand evidence of harassment or certainly suspicious activity. This completely inverts the paradigm. Whereas the people have been preyed upon as sheep by the wolves of bad government. What this demonstrates, and you can get this at the Live Local Field Manual, link in the description below, is that there are opportunities for people to become resilient sheepdogs. O'Keefe is a sheepdog. O'Keefe is a dude that understands the position that he's in. O'Keefe has postured himself, he's taken precautions to safeguard himself whenever he's out in public. Now, I don't know why the feds would be after him. I don't know why this person that I call a fed would be after him or why he would be investigated, but certainly they've identified him as a threat. This is why, and I'll just, I'll just say this, this is why I've sent notice to certain government agencies and I haven't published it. But I've got the certificates. I've, I've got the certificates and the, and this stuff right here. This right here. Look at this. This was sent to Merrick Garland. You know who Merrick Garland is? Merrick Garland's the Attorney General. He's the Attorney General of the United States. I've sent notice to the Attorney General of the United States such that if anything happens about this one particular matter, I've already expressed what the law is. I've already told what the law is. And if they don't respond, there's ways that you can write. If you agree, that clarifies presumptions. That eliminates the ability of the government to do this. Now, this is not what we're taught. We are not taught this stuff. Because if you understand it, it makes you dangerous like James O'Keefe. It makes you somebody who understands how the game is played and you're taking action steps in order to thwart the government as they do their things. I'm not trying to thwart the government. I'm trying to govern the government. I'm one of the people. We've got all political power. I have rights secured by the Constitution. Why am I waiting for government to come to me? Why don't I come to government and tell government what the law is? Why don't I remove or clarify presumptions in law? You can't call me what you think you can. You can't call me a person. I'm not a person. I'm one of the people. That's my status standing jurisdiction in the law. I will swear to it. And when you don't respond, that stands as law. And whenever you come after me with whatever statute and you're saying this person did this, I get to say, no, 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 no. I told you, I gave you evidence that I wasn't that. And you didn't respond. Which means now you've got to overcome that burden, which means now you're prosecuting me as one of the people. Go ahead. That means I get common law. That means I get jury of uh, peers. My jury is able to try your law and the facts that you say stand against me. 
this is how this works. This is how we get back to the basics. We get back to what's true. We get back to what the law is. But it should also show you that there are prowlers. There are predators. There are ravenous wolves creeping in unawares. The dude was stupid, obvious. What's your name, James O'Keefe? Yeah, that's what I thought. Walking by with the cell phone out. What a what a triv. What a what a godless commie. That dude gets a taxpayer paycheck. If he's a government agent, that dude gets taxpayer money. That guy's got a pension. That guy's job is to orient the powers of state in a criminally indictable or indic indicative indicative manner against one of the private people that seem to be a thorn in their side and they don't like. More people need to understand what the truth is. More people need to take action. You ain't got to publish it. You don't have to broadcast. You don't have to tell anybody. But absolutely take action. It's one of the easiest things you can do. And for those people wondering, we did the uh, status standing jurisdiction affidavit a couple weeks back. Like I, I literally wrote evidence that says you are one of the people. I got mine back. They didn't respond. I sent it. Where was it? Uh, see, I've got my big handy-dandy notebook. Let me find this. There we go. There's mine. There's mine from the Oklahoma Attorney General. Boom. Boom. So the Oklahoma Attorney General now knows my status standing jurisdiction in the law. Good luck. Good luck. Now I want to do a conspiracy update. I haven't talked about many conspiracies in a while, even though I just said that a dude was a fed following James O'Keefe. Um, there's an article, this article right here, Shackles of Ignorance, Why Rejecting Experts is the New Form of Slavery. Uh, where did I see this? I saw this right here. This article speaks is from afro afro which first of all we go to the about afro is we believe in the power of fashion to spark meaningful conversations on justice as well as the other way around so that's stupid uh but these people need jesus and because they need jesus they're gonna have stupid brains that think stupid things um here is the shackles of ignorance why rejecting experts is the new form of slavery they're trying to tell black people because this is for black people remember it's afro it ain't white roux but afru is trying to get people to look at of i am of course talking about the widespread denigration of experts quote doing your own research doing your own research in afru's perspective is now a form of slavery it's going to be rejecting the experts who have gone to mit or harvard or whatever the government the government rejecting the government is now a form of slavery by doing your own research this is just discrediting the Bereans. This is telling people that you shouldn't look for yourselves and validate for yourselves, which is absolutely the opposite of what the Bible says. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians to prove all things, hold fast that which is good. You are supposed to search the scriptures for the truth. If your government tells you that you need 5 million jabs of something you don't know what's in it from a profiteering pharmaceutical company that just so happens to be one of the major contributors of political funds for re-election campaigns, and you're like, wait, but what's in it? And they call you conspiracy theorists and be like, yeah, roger that. 
look for yourself validate so I want to speak about one um, conspiracy theory that I don't can't prove but it's come across my desk in a couple times in the last couple weeks and it is Operation Blue Roof watch this roof and the FEMA self-help program while similar use two different materials both programs help reduce further rain damage to homes and provide temporary protection for the roofs of residential structures damaged during severe weather. The sheeting for Operation Blue Roof are installed by a contractor overseen by the Corps of Engineers according to certain specifications. The material is a rolled polyurethane sheeting with fiber reinforcement. It's 10 millimeters thick and measures 20 feet by 100 feet. It's used for major impacts to roofs. The sheeting is 100% waterproof. It is also tear resistant, UV resistant, and fire retardant. The FEMA self-help tarps are installed by the homeowner. The material is thinner and not as resilient as the plastic sheeting. It typically measures 20 feet by 25 feet. Now obviously Operation Blue Roof could absolutely be a normal, nondescript, normal thing for FEMA and the Army and whatnot. But this is tied to the, the Lahana, Lahaina, Hawaii fires, where I believe that there were space lasers setting things on fire, and if they were blue, they were no longer going to be catching fire. Of course, I can't prove this, but I also don't believe the mainstream justification, which was hurricane force winds with no water in a tropic island surround, you know, with water all around. Hurricane force winds knocked down really old power lines and these really old power lines were able to burn away a lot of this really dry, stubble-like, incendiary vegetation and incinerate cars by melting them to the concrete in this tropical island where it basically rains every day and the humidity is really high. But absolutely, it just jumps over the things that were blue. So the thing doesn't make sense. I can't prove it, but I am absolutely one to believe that the nefariousness is inexplicable. And then, then I find this, Operation Blue Roof. Of course, Operation Blue Beam, people talk like that. But it's this idea that, if let's just entertain the idea. If the government, or whomever, had access to lasers that were shot down from space that would incinerate or increase the heat of a specific pinpoint location, could that laser be designated to be refracted or reflected or nullified if it came across certain wavelength of spectra of color? Could that, could that absolutely happen? Um, I've, I've seen videos of that happen. Is that weaponized in a D Department of Defense scenario? I don't know. But then again, this is the world where people are telling me that uh, it's ignorance to do your own research. This is the world that's telling me that there are um, studies that come out that say that masks are linked, wearing masks are linked to seizures and cancer, whereas people would, you know, two years ago, were requiring you to wear masks out in public. This is where we need to hold fast to that which is good. Prove all things. Amen. As always, I want to end with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am a sinner. You are a sinner. Everybody you will ever see is a sinner. And because they've broken God's law, they deserve eternal punishment in hell. That doesn't sound good. 
People don't like that message, which is why people hate Jesus. They hate Jesus because instead of recognizing that they need salvation from their sin, they reject the one Savior for their sin, which is Jesus, because they would rather be in love with their sin. And people will pawn this off. They'll put it off. Say, I'm not going to die. We'll live forever. Or I'm going to just drown my sorrows away in women or booze or drugs or otherwise. It's sobering to look at your sin. It's sobering to recognize that I am a horrible person and I have earned my way into hell because of what I have done. And no one else has done it to me. It's not the spirit of stealing. It's not the spirit of lying. It's not the spirit of lust. It's I'm a sinner. That's what it is. And when you recognize this, there's no, there's no escape. How do you escape an almighty God that created all things and knows the inner workings of your heart? You can never escape him. But people try. Instead, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to the world. But the solution is to repent of your sin and believe the gospel. This is what Jesus did. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that those who believe in him shall have everlasting life. If you do not believe in him, you are doomed already. You are already a sinner. And so your position on Jesus or not Jesus doesn't affect the fact that you already are on your way to hell. Well, I looked at the evidence and I'm not convinced that Christ is the Messiah. <laughs> you're still a sinner and you're going to go to hell. Well, I, I, understand, I understand that Jesus was an actual historical figure, but I can't bring myself to believe with him. Believe, believe that he died for my sins and he rose from the grave and that he's God. Okay, it doesn't change the fact that you will die and doesn't change the fact that you are a sinner who's going to go to hell. This is a sober analysis. But because God is good, he put himself on the cross. He was buried. Three days later, he physically rose from the grave. You believe that physical resurrection, that Jesus physically rose from the grave, that means that you believe that his blood washes away your sins. He is the only sacrifice. He died one time. He doesn't die repeatedly. He doesn't come down in the form of the bread and die again. That doesn't happen. He died one time. How can he repeatedly come down into the bread and die repeatedly if the Bible says that he's on the throne? That doesn't make sense. He died one time. He's sitting on the throne. He is reigning supreme. And if you believe in him, you trust in him, you trust that his death on the cross was in your place, that you deserve hell but Jesus took God's wrath in your place. If you believe that, you believe that whenever he was physically dead and put in the grave, that your sins died there with him. And that whenever he physically rose from the grave, that triumph, that grace, that beauty, that joy, that power, that unstoppable resurrection. If you believe that, then you are in Christ. And if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Amen. I will call you a brother and a sister. And if I don't meet or see you here on this life, we will hang out with, with, with each other in heaven. Because it's going to be for everybody who believes in Jesus. And it's going to be forever. Believe the gospel, my friends. 
Thank you for watching. I appreciate your time. There's ways to support me, my family, the work that I do. If it's blessed you, helped you, edified, equipped, inspired, or otherwise entertained you for whatever time, there's links in the description below. One of the ways is to take the shopping that you're already doing and switching it over to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. It's a private membership association. Myself or somebody else will call, will invite, will explain, will say, hey, here's what's going on. And you'll be like, but I've never done this before and this sounds weird. And we'll be like, well, we don't advertise like Walmart because we ain't godless commies like Walmart. We don't advertise like Google or Amazon because we ain't godless commies like Google or Amazon. This is a resilient American manufacturing way to take the shopping you already do into a direct product purchase membership with over 450 available products that are competent in, in price and performance, in many cases better, you can cancel anytime, no hassle, no fees, not a big deal. Appreciate you just considering it, and thank you very much. If you just want to give direct to me, there's a link in the description below for the direct support. And if you want to turn coffee into Bibles, which is the way I put it today, if you want to turn coffee into Bibles, there is air roasted coffee at humblewb.coffee. Humblewb.coffee. You need to understand that this also is a private membership. And you might think that it functions like a normal commercial store, but it's not. It's a private membership association where you are paying for the membership of coffee. And your paid membership gets translated into Bibles, where the purpose of humble whole bean coffee is to send Bibles to America. So appreciate your time. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I am Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Don't quit. Go to war.